Are you feeling lucky this St. Patrick's Day? Easy Living Furniture has a pot of gold waiting for you with absolutely everything reduced across sofa, dining, bedroom, mattress and accessories. Get the three-seater dark grey Harper sofa for only 459 Donut 240cm dining table for only 289 and much more. Don't miss out on these lucky savings at Easy Living Furniture. Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie if you or a loved one gets hurt, you'll want a faster road to recovery. At Leia Healthcare's Urgent Care Clinics, you'll be seen by a consultant-led team in 60 minutes or less for injuries including breaks, burns and bumps. Switch now at leiahealthcare.ie. Always a beat ahead for you and your family with urgent care in 60 minutes or less. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited, trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited, trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life, is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Urgent care clinics available to all aged 12 months and over. Wellbeing benefits available to Leia Healthcare members. At the Irish Independent, we don't just report the news. We tell the stories written all over Ireland. After all, each struggle, triumph, high and low... Leaves a mark that lasts. Irish Independent, written all over Ireland. Today on the Indo Daily, when MAGA came for Taylor Swift's reputation. Taylor Swift had an amazing 2023. The 34 year old became a billionaire and broke every streaming and box office record along the way. It's my pleasure. The American Music Artist of the Decade Award to Taylor Swift! The uh, superstar's influence has reached new heights, earning her the title of Time's Person of the Year. But on January 9th, a Fox News presenter would make a serious unfounded allegation. Around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A PSYOP. Since then, the USA has been on a conspiracy theory roller coaster ride, claiming that Swift will rig the upcoming Super Bowl and in turn the US presidential election leading to some bad blood between the Swifties and the far right. The Biden campaign is now trying to win over Taylor Swift's heart and snag an endorsement. I think if she wanted to be protective over her legacy, she would stay out of politics. I'm just saying maybe she wants to think twice before making a decision about 2024. This has all the true love of an arranged marriage. Everybody just assumes at that point that there has to be some grand conspiracy theory behind it involved the Biden administration. We have had enough of Taylor Swift for now. Just please don't believe everything Taylor Swift says. We're all begging you. I'm Ellen Coyne, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by pop culture journalist and broadcaster Jen Gannon to explain how these conspiracy theories are a lot more than just folklore. So, Jen, she is the most famous woman in the world, a cultural phenomenon, economic force billion dollar tour. Take us through the 2023 that Taylor Swift had. Okay. Now, Taylor Swift is 
I think in her imperial phase right now, you have her as one of the time people of the year. You have the phenomenon, like the juggernaut that has been the era's tour. It's the highest grossing concert tour ever. In just eight months, it outgrossed Beyonce's, outgrossed Bruce Springsteen. And then we have Spotify saying she's the most streamed pop star in the world. I mean, she is the monoculture. I think right now she is unstoppable. That amount of fame and potential and influence for one person is like really overwhelming and Mm. and really, really huge. And I suppose, unfortunately, like you talked about all the amazing things there, like the Eras tour, the cinema tour, the album, the Grammys nominations, everything. She fell in love last year with Mm. footballer Travis Kelsey. And unfortunately, that kind of brings us to the reason we're talking about her today and kind of brought her into the crosshairs of some fairly unsavoury people. For people who, unlike me and you, don't follow every micro (laughs) moment of Taylor Swift's personal life, can you just explain, first of all, who is Travis Kelsey? Their relationship to me feels very Disney-fied. He is a tight end, which sounds lovely. (laughs) Uh, It's something in American football. Apparently. um, For the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's very different to what we would expect Taylor to go for. If you look at her previous relationships, everyone from Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal, Joe Alwyn, um, even someone like Maddie Healy, they all look a bit Dickensian (laughs) ill boys. And he is such a different, he's very rustic, he's very manly. And I feel it looks like all the hallmarks of a Hallmark film, if you want. Like it is the prom queen and the quarterback getting together. That's what it feels like. It all started kind of last summer. And Travis Kelsey himself is his own man in the world of the NFL. He's he's pretty famous for the way he looks. Like he has a very distinctive look. He's quite outspoken. He has his own podcast, New Heights, and he's quite flamboyant. So in July, I think, of 2023, he went to see the Eras tour. Taylor Swift concerts, there are friendship bracelets, and I wanted to give Taylor Swift one with my number on it. Not right now. Ooh, yeah. your number's in 87 or your phone number? You know which one. Taylor then accepted his invitation to go to see him play in September. And then from then on, it has just been red hot. I mean, from that very night, they didn't even stop the paparazzi from following them. You know, she got into his convertible and they drove away from the stadium. It's like a Taylor Swift song. (laughs) I mean, it feels very perfect. So I can understand that there have been rumblings in the background that this is all too perfect and how very manicured. And I know she has an amazing, you know, people around her, her team team are military precision. Like she has this very famous publicist called Tree Payne that looks after Taylor very well. And I think there was a lot of weird press post Maddie Healy that fling because he had made you know, pretty vile comments in an undergraduate sniggery, post-ironic lads way on a podcast, the Adam Friedland podcast. And the fans were up in arms. They were like, you know, Taylor, you're going out with a racist. You're going out with someone who watches extreme porn. They were not happy. So this relationship at the beginning with Travis Kelsey, it felt like they were pushing her into a different realm where they're going, look, we want Taylor to engage with middle America again. Those people that may not have been happy that she went off on the pop route. Those people who liked her when she was a country singer. And nothing says America more than the NFL. All American, all American football. So I think alarm bells started going for cynical people like me, perhaps. And then it gets deeper because once you're involved in the the NFL, you have certain stratas of the American public that are unhappy to see the world's favourite pop star turning up at these games. Of course, 
Since the Chiefs are in, the game will feature the biggest star in the NFL, Taylor Swift. That's right. Beat me to it. Tay-Tay was once again in the football box last night to watch her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, catch the ball. Whole thing has been great for the NFL. Yeah, and like you said, it was a really visible relationship. As an attorney here in defense of Taylor Swift, you could also say there's just two hot people who were really into each other and just wanted to be like all over each other in public. But I guess like you're talking about blonde haired, blue eyed country singer Mm. and like this all American superstar. It sounds like a Republican's dream. It does. I mean, obviously, that sounds like something that Donald Trump would put in his advertisements, you know. So why are certain more extreme cohorts of Republicans and Donald Trump supporters unhappy about this? First of all, there's there's many layers to this, as with all conspiracies. But like, first of all, on, the, on a surface level, they're not happy with the fact that she's turning up at games and they think that she's distracting from the men on the pitch. <laughs> and people's girlfriends are asking them too many questions about when Taylor is going to turn up and they don't like her encroaching on their sacred male sport. And that's on one level. And then there's a certain side of American society that we know that are very paranoid, QAnon, conspiracy loving, and they think that her movement into the football world is proof of a political conspiracy theory connected to the government. And Fox News, obviously, were first on the case. Jesse Waters, he played a clip from a 2019 conference organised by NATO. It's the Cooperative Cyber Defence Centre of Excellence, which sounds terrifying. And they named Swift as this powerful influencer. Four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A PSYOP for combating online misinformation. And then Waters just ran with this disparate theory that Taylor Swift is a shill for the Democrats for the upcoming election. And Travis Kelsey also, because he has been outspoken himself, he was in an advertisement for Pfizer for the vaccine. He supports Bud Light. And there was this whole controversy around the Bud Light ad with Dylan Mulvaney, who's a transgender influencer. But that's the rumour that they're put together, they're pitched together as this liberal couple that are going to topple the Republicans' chances in the new election. So basically, the theory is that this is a fake relationship. Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift is pretending to go out with an NFL star to win over ordinary Americans and then supposedly endorse Joe Biden. Exactly. And swing the election. Exactly. Okay. So In a we, nutshell. <laughs> we have kind of some common gardener sexism there with people saying, you know, football isn't for women and it's making women interested in NFL. But it took a really aggressive, distressing turn a week or so ago where this artificial intelligence generated image of Taylor Swift, a non-consensual, fabricated, intimate image was shared online. Mm, a, a couple of them. And, you know, they're really disturbing. And I think With AI, this is a whole new frontier in rape culture. I mean, back in the day, men did always manipulate images of women into pornography, even from cutting them out of magazines and applying a photograph. So it's no different to that. But it's another level when it can be distributed online so quickly and all eyeballs are on it. And I think that's something that is going to be used in future to destroy women online. But as usual, Swift's team, they were really quick to act. And last Tuesday, a bipartisan group of US senators introduced a bill that would criminalise the spread of this kind of non-consensual sexualized imagery um, made by artificial intelligence. And it was interesting because Elon Musk, who, you know, we know that he 
has let the kind of worst people with the worst impulses back onto social media, back onto X. And because Taylor is such a powerful individual, he actually did get involved with this and stepped up and said that they would be curbing this kind of imagery. But at the same time, he fired a lot of people or got rid of a lot of people that was their job to look after this kind of distress and imagery and remove it. So there was only a team of 100 people apparently working on this to get rid of these images of Taylor. Um, but it does indicate the power that she wields because, you know, she is able to enact these kind of things quite quickly, yeah. get them removed quickly and publicise these concerns immediately. And her fans, obviously... Like the Swifties are a powerful army in their own right. And they started to flood X with images to drown out those AI images of her that were circulating. And I think that just shows what an important figure she is and how important she is to have on your side when it comes to, you know, massive issues like this. And it doesn't matter how famous you are, like that is seriously distressing and extremely abusive. And I don't want to go into the details of the image, but she was depicted being assaulted by football fans. Yes. So it's obviously closely related to her relationship. Oh, 100%. And it kind of harkens back to the days of Victoria Beckham attending matches, watching David and then having to listen to the fans sing abusive songs, like sexually explicit songs about her. And I think that's always going to be the way when a woman who is equally or more so uh, bigger than the, the, the sports star themselves gets involved in an arena that is male dominated. And the abuse that she's getting from conspiracy theorists is probably only going to get worse because we're a couple of weeks out from the Super Bowl mm. and Travis Kelsey's team have made it to yes. the Super Bowl. Um, that has happened, I think, four times already in the last five years. So it's not all down to Taylor <laughs> Swift, obviously. But, but it feels like the, the people are thinking that it's like the bump, the Taylor Swift bump, yeah. you know, that like just from her mere presence that they, they just got managed better. to get better and get into the Super Bowl. But there is like this conspiracy theory that she's going to perform at halftime mm-hmm. and she's going to come out and she's going to support Joe Biden. That's kind of like the the apex of this conspiracy theory. Which I feel sorry for Usher because he is the man <laughs> that is going to be doing the halftime show and nobody cares. Nobody's talking about it. They're like, Usher, you better bring on Taylor Swift. This better happen. And I don't think it will. I don't think it will at all. I don't think that if Taylor does row in with the Democrats, I don't think that's the way she's going to announce it. I don't think she would like to take away from her own boyfriend, Shine. I don't think she would do that to Usher. I don't think it's the right platform or format for her to do something um, as dramatic as this because she has been pretty quiet enough about her political instincts. She is a white woman and she is a privileged white woman, so she has never really had to think about politics ever. And it's very different to Beyonce when you see someone that is so politically involved and speaks out and is outspoken a lot and the abuse that they get for that. Taylor Swift has remained pretty silent throughout her career and whether that is from her wanting to appear polite, pleasant young woman that is, you know, very much an all-American good girl if that is the problem or is it her record company at the time or her management wanting to silence her because they feared what happened to the chicks or they were known as the Dixie chicks before that where they were completely annihilated in pop culture for speaking out against George W. Bush and I think because Taylor was a star on the rise at Mm. that time they were very conscious of that and I think that's why she's been very slow to come out on either side but then you saw her documentary in 2020 Miss Americana where she speaks regretfully and ruefully about the fact that she didn't get involved in the 2016 elections. Taylor Swift comes out against Trump. I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right and you guys 
I need to be on the right side of history. Yeah, and if he yeah, doesn't win, then at least I, I, at least I tried. And we know very well that she can enact change and she can enact change extremely quickly. She has done that in September. She got on Instagram and said, please, you know, sign up to vote. Make sure you're registered to vote. And then I think it was vote.org said they got, you know, something like 35,000 people signing up straight away to, to vote. And I think this is where this fear is stemming from. So is there a fear that if Taylor Swift says she's backing a Democrat, the Democrats would win. I, I don't know. I think like between Miss Americana and now, her stardom has quadrupled and she's a worldwide megastar. So I think she has the opportunity now to use her voice and use it well. Because I know that the candidate that, you know, she was supporting at that time, I think it was Phil Bresden, mm-hmm. he didn't actually end up winning Anyway, but that was a long time ago. And I think she felt it was probably too late for her to really add something to the mix. So I think now it has to be the time. And I do think because the Swifties... I mean, they're hardcore. They're yes. they're really like a wing of a paramilitary organization. They're so well organized <laughs> and so obsessed that I do think that will make a hell of a lot of a difference if she did come out and say, hey, this is where I'm thinking. And I think, you know, she is saying that tacitly in a way because she is, you know, LGBTQ eye supporter. She does talk about racial issues a little bit. So she is dipping her toe in. But I think now is the time where she could really press that upon people and make a difference. Of course she could make a difference, not to hardline Republicans or anything, but to the younger people. She has the ears of the younger people who follow her every word. And if she can convince people just even to register to vote, that's a major thing. So imagine saying to them, this is what would change about your life if you voted Democrat. You can see how that might change people's mind or just sway them just to go to the polling station and fill in the blank space. Like they, this could happen. <laughs> For them, this could happen. Obviously, there is political responsibility if you have that much power and you're an American superstar. But I am conscious, like, the flack that she's getting from the NFL. You know, she's a woman who's written albums about the way that women are treated in the media and the way that sometimes views are projected onto her. And even sometimes it's actually people on the left or people who identify as Swifties that kind of do the same thing for her. I think it was around Christmas time or New Year's this article appeared in the Mm. New York Times. And you mentioned there that in the last few years, she's made a great effort to come out as an LGBT ally. Yes. And that kind of spawned another kind of conspiracy theory that she is secretly gay. There's always been this conspiracy, but it's been within the fandom Mm -hmm. and it's Gaylor. That's the theory where they said that she was having this clandestine relationship with Cardi Kloss and that all her songs from that certain era are coded messages about referencing their love affair. And there's this very grainy photo of the two of them at a 1975 gig, which uh, they're standing on a balcony and it looks like they're kissing each other. But it also looks like she's whispering in her ear. No one will ever know. This is the new grassy knoll that we're on. Did this happen? But to have something like this article come out by Anna Marks, which seemed to be very intense about Taylor, about her sexuality in a way that people don't do with male celebrities. I mean, I suppose there's theories around Harry Styles' sexuality, but I don't recall any major articles being written in a major American publication basically saying they should come out, you know. Or and at length. It was at like length. thousands yes, of words. exactly. So I do feel for her in that way because, I mean, I think we've grown past an era of when you're trying to attempt to out 
celebrities. I think Andrew Scott, the actor, has talked about this at length recently, just saying that this needs to stop. We have to stop speculating about artists' sexuality. And whether if she is or she isn't, I just think having that extra speculation on top of it adds fuel to the fire and adds fuel to the fire to the right as well, you know, who want to clamp down on gay rights and who see gay people as a threat. That just adds another layer to their hatred of her. And it is a hatred of her, which is is turning white hot right now. When the 1989 album came out, she included a passage where she kind of referenced that relationship with Carly Kloss, that if she hung out with her friends, surely people couldn't start speculating about her relationships, but they still did. And it kind of seems like she's like a cautionary tale for women, that no matter Mm. how powerful you are and how much you succeed, people still kind of won't listen to you. They won't listen to you and they feel like they shouldn't have to which is bizarre because you're a songwriter and you're putting everything into that music and you're trying to explain yourself and your world and yet people will still try to a either undermine you I mean there's there's been so much about how oh it's the the men behind the scenes that make these women so successful as in you know yes you may be a lyricist but are you a musician is it the national that really actually made Taylor into an artist with the folklore album and I just feel that's always going to dog women, no matter what, because that is living under the patriarchy, unfortunately. And no matter what she does, no matter what she looks like, no matter how she presents herself, there's always going to be detractors there willing to tear her apart. And even if you're being what you feel like is your honest self through your music, there are people willing to make conspiracies out of these things. Or I mean, she does fuel it though sometimes. I the do Easter eggs. The Easter eggs. She loves being the Christopher clues. Nolan of music in that way. She always loves to give them something else. You expected this song to be about this. Well, what about this? You know, always with the numerology. Well, the Chiefs are going to Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight equals 13. What? 13 is Taylor's favorite number. She is doing all of this. Yeah, well, she has been to a lot of games. Says she's been to 12 so far. Super Bowl will be number 13. Yeah, and on the other side, a crazy comeback by the 49ers. 49. 4 plus 9 equals 13. Right. She's there for her fans in the way that she loves the intricacies of their minds. And I think she appreciates that and she appreciates how involved they are and she wants to give something back to them. So that doesn't help her in some ways with the conspiracy theories because everyone's like, well, she did this this time and this was about this. You know, and she referenced this necklace that Harry Styles wore or this red scarf that has become this symbol of the Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift relationship. So she does fuel that in a way. But at the same time, that's her art. That's something that she is in control of in that way. And I just think that outside of that, it can become something completely different and something so warped. But that is always the way. This has always been the way with female stars. And my thanks to Jen Gannon. I'm Ellen Coyne and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Garrett Mulhall, researched by Dave Hanrighty and JJ Clark, with sound by Rory Bones. Archive clips from NBC, CNBC, CNN, CBS, The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and the New Heights podcast. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. Oh! 
Are you feeling lucky this St. Patrick's Day? Easy Living Furniture has a pot of gold waiting for you with absolutely everything reduced across sofa, dining, bedroom, mattress and accessories. Get the three-seater dark grey Harper sofa for only 459 Donut 240cm dining table for only 289 and much more. Don't miss out on these lucky savings at Easy Living Furniture. Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie.